If running out of money in retirement is a concern of yours, you're not alone. According to a recent Go Banking Rates survey, 66% of Americans are feeling that way. Let's calm the fear and offer you some strategies to help make sure that doesn't happen to you. And now, Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. Hi there. Welcome to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Dolan. This is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock, their advisors with Infinite Wealth Advisors. They've helped hundreds of clients achieve their retirement goals. And by the way, they are fiduciaries, which means they have to have the best interest of their clients. Combined 40 years experience in retirement planning business and Pretty much uh, everything and anything when it comes to retirement, the folks at Infinite Wealth can handle it, whether it's a legacy and estate planning, safe money strategies, Social Security planning, and so much more. And again, they're accredited investment fiduciaries. Okay, well, you know, one thing I was thinking before the show, guys, it's really important to keep track of your money. So it's it's, it's vitally important. You're going to give me money? <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Stewie and Brian from uh, Family Guy. So, That's yeah. what the people from Silicon Valley Bank are doing as yeah. they're trying to get their deposits out. That's no what kidding. happens when I open up my purse. <laughs> yeah, wow. And we're going to talk about that in the third segment because, uh, boy... This is a topic that's on everybody's mind. Yeah, we yeah. So normally we do a case study for our third segment, but uh, Robin and I are at, at the last minute uh, today are gonna because we're getting a lot of questions about it. Sure. Um, not only from listeners who have written in and called in, but from a lot of clients. So we thought uh, we're obviously not going to be able to get into too much detail, but we will go through and take about a thirty thousand foot flyby and give you some sense as to what is really happening or what really happened there. Yeah, absolutely, and something that needs to be um, talked about because it is all over the news and it's affecting the stock market and so on. So we'll get into that in the third segment. There we go. Now, stuff happens in retirement, some good, some not so good. Can we anticipate the bumps in the road and plan for them? We're going to take a look at some things we can do to help keep our money all the way through retirement. Let's start out with understanding your spending habits and try to cut back whenever possible, guys. That is a big one, especially right now with um – um, the way things are happening in the market, it is really important that you're keeping an eye, keeping a track on all of your expenses. Um, I was just talking with some clients in the office um, earlier about dining out. I do like to go out to eat, but it is if, if you're like me, you're noticing that bump in your dining out bill. And I think Kevin mentioned this a few weeks ago, um, going out to eat, having no wine or beverages and, and how expensive the bill was. So um, just be mindful when you are... Um, you know, looking at your expenses, there are things that you can cut corners, like going out to eat. Um, another one of my favorites, the cable alternatives. Yeah, yeah. Just get rid of them. Cut the cable. Cut the cord. <laughs> Just By cut the way, cable. I got to tell cord. you, Robin, took the kids, uh, the grandkids out for uh, some fast food last night. It was myself, yeah. uh, my wife, two uh, grandkids, 35 bucks at Taco Bell. That crazy? That's <laughs> that insane. Very yeah. crazy, but I I know yeah. exactly because yeah. my son likes to go there, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it is very expensive, and it's it's just I, I mean it's only going to get worse. Oh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. um, when you're planning for retirement, you need to you know be mm-hmm. mindful of that. It's it's um yeah. I mean, I went to this morning on the uh, on the way in the office because we had some clients in. <clears throat> I stopped by Krispy Kreme, got a dozen donuts and a cup of coffee. Okay, dozen yeah. donuts. Mm-hmm. So take a guess of what the the drive through. Well, donuts yeah. used to be like a buck a donut. Now they're like, I bet, I'll bet you it was over 20 bucks. Easy. It was $20.06. I was close. There you I, go. You I, were I, right on the money, yeah. Gary. What do I win? <laughs> I went to the drive-thru window to pick it up because you know, when clients are here, we usually have food and stuff for people yeah, to pick up. of course. And nice. I love Krispy Kreme up and, here. Uh, and so I was just sort of shocked by that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So just, I guess the takeaway there is just be mindful of your expenses and, you know, you can, you can make small adjustments like your cable. Um, I know me, I look at my phone plan. You can look at your, um, your phone plans and, and make some changes. Um, also, uh, probably not right now, but when rates start dropping, if they ever do, um, refinance, for refinance your mortgage to a uh, lower interest rate, that can also help you cut some expenses. Yeah. You should be con- actively, <clears throat> and aggressively uh, contributing to retirement accounts. Uh, So lots of increases. If you're over age 50 for uh, 2023, um, you can put a lot more money in. You put $30,000 in plus whatever uh, your employer is matching, and that goes for 401Ks, 457s, uh, 403Bs. Um, If you're going to be in a high-tax bracket or you think you're going to be in a high-tax bracket in retirement, 
you may want to think about making uh, Roth contributions if that is available in your in your four hundred one k. I think that the big thing is you know back to our 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 core values discussion here is to uh, put together a plan of action because the plan of action is going to help you determine what it is that you should be doing um, and basically roadmap for you uh, how you're going to get from where you are to where you need to be um, if you're planning for retirement. If you're in retirement, um, uh, it's a matter of what we just talked about earlier, which is you know perhaps running out of money or making sure you don't run out of money. Having a plan can give you the peace of mind um, that will assure that you're not in a position where you're running out of money. Uh, you don't want to find that out in the 11th hour because in the 11th hour, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Uh, if you look in advance, again, my left eye on the beachfront, right eye on the horizon, uh, you want to see where you are now, but you want to see what's coming up. Uh, and that's what a plan can do. Uh, and that'll allow you to uh, make decisions instead of making, instead of reacting. So make decisions about the things that you need to do uh, in order to make sure that your money's going to last for your lifetime. And with that, you also want to build an emergency fund. And I, I know right now for short-term savers, um, there's some good interest rates out there um, at the bank. So if you've got some cash sitting in your bank account, um, call your banker, go to your bank, come see us. We can make some recommendations, try to get a little more interest. I know I met with a client a couple of weeks ago and, and their emergency money was just sitting in an account making next to nothing. And, and I just said, pick up the phone and call. Call your bank. Yeah, we haven't seen interest. I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, you know, Robin and I have been doing this for almost 20 years. I mean, um, <clears throat> we haven't seen it. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen interest rates where they are today. There might have been a, a little blip in six and seven uh, where you could get the rates you get today, but that was pretty short lived. Yeah, it was very short lived. Um, so but, if, you know, I, this has been pretty sustained. Mm-hmm since uh what october October. or so Mm -hmm. um so so it's been pretty sustained since october uh i you know uh i agree with robin you know if if you do have uh you know your emergency money um that's usually money that you're not going to touch unless there's an emergency uh, which is why they call it an well, emergency, call it emergency fund. fund. <laughs> that makes uh, sense to me. And, and to that point, you want to um, for that emergency fund, you just take a little bit of money, you know, out of your paycheck every week, just stick it over there. And especially um, if you can get a, a decent rate, just pick up the phone, call, call your bank, and say, hey, you know, what kind of rates? Because not they're not necessarily, especially right now, they're not going to necessarily mm-hmm. post all those rates. But you can at least earn some return. Yep. Something is better than nothing on those emergency savings. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff applies whether you're planning for retirement or you're already in retirement, so right. make sure you understand that. Right. Um, the in-retirement uh, theory is let's make sure. Um, so let's double-check, uh, measure measure twice, cut once, uh, and that, that whole theory, um, and doing a plan helps you with that. If you're going to retire and you're going to retire before age 65, uh, largest expense you're likely to have is healthcare. Healthcare. Yeah. Number I mean, one. Number one number deal. One. Um, I did some healthcare planning so, this week and, and yeah. there there are some options, but before you get to that point, you want to explore those options to see what's available for you based on your use of health care because that is the number one expense we see for retirees that pe- for people that are retiring prior to being able to turn on their Medicare. Yeah, we had I mean uh, we had somebody in earlier uh, in the week and Robin and I were talking to them and uh, uh, they've got a fair amount of retirement funds put away. They're in their, uh, in their early 60s, but they want to pull the plug. And, you know, and they're, they're a candidate for uh, – they, they can certainly – one, so the way you look at the retirement or the way we look at the retirement uh, picture and healthcare is that if you're not real big users um, and you want to retire early – uh, a catastrophic plan may be a good place to be because you can afford to come off the hip. Uh, you know, the, the first $25,000 or whatever that whatever that deductible number is before the insurance kicks in, that makes the, uh, the, the monthly or the annual premiums on the cost of coverage uh, fairly low. So if you're in that position, that's a good alternative. Um, if you're not sure, um, I'd come in and see us. We'll help you. Uh, you know, you want to, you just, again, it's like, it's like income planning. You need to map Map it out. out. Uh, and once you map it out, it becomes fairly obvious 
you know, what the correct decision is or right the, what the correct uh, uh, direction is for you to, to go into. The premise of this, of this whole discussion is, is that, you know, doing a plan is everything. Um, for us, everybody that we work with, uh, we improved their situation uh, in some way, shape, or form. You know, action is the is the thing that really blocks people from getting, for co- closing that gap um, and reducing that stress level. So again, I always quote, you know, Wallace Waddles, uh, my my author of the book, The Science of Getting Rich, where he says, "By thought, the thing that you want is brought to you, but only by action do you receive it." So you have to take action. You know, you lose by delaying or not stepping up and just doing the things that you need to do to get you to where you want to be. So again, we, everybody that we talk to, everybody that comes in to see us, we help you. I mean, that's what our job is. Uh, you know, the sky is not falling. Uh, if you're listening to the news and you're watching the S, you know, the Silicon Valley bank thing, I mean, you can insulate your portfolio from that stuff by having a plan. Um, if you're listening to me right now, uh, this is your call to action. This is a good call for you to say, hey, it's probably time for me to sit down and just kind of figure out what I'm doing. If your advisor hasn't spoken to you or is not has not done a plan for you and they're just managing the portfolio, that's not a plan. Managing the portfolio is not a plan. So you want to have a plan of action. Uh, we leave openings on our schedule every week for listeners to come in. Uh, we will do a free assessment for you. We will actually write a plan for you for free. We will assess your existing portfolio. And Robin, what else do they get when they come in uh, for that visit? When you come in, you are going to receive, provided you get us all the data that we um, that we request, you're going to get a free um, a fee report risk assessment. You're also going to receive a tax analysis and a customized lifetime income plan. Again, those three items, a fee assessment, risk analysis, a tax analysis, and a customized lifetime income plan. These are no cost, no obligation for all callers that call in the next 30 minutes. We leave a few calendar openings each week for our radio and podcast listeners. And we've got Morgan and William standing by, so please give us a call. 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Now, if you're worried, you want to sit down with a qualified fiduciary advisor and get the new perspective on your finances and help you. I like this. Uh, we call it SWAN. It's an acronym. Sweet Sleep Well at Night. All right? And you need a plan. That's what Kevin and Robin talk to you about each week here on the show. So make sure you give them a call. 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE to 600-700. We are going to take a short break. And we'll be back with more of Kevin and Robin and Wealth Over Taxes in just a moment. What's coming up next, guys? When we come back, we'll offer some suggestions to help keep your retirement on track despite runaway inflation and a roller coaster stock market. It's a real double whammy for investors heading into retirement. Welcome back to the show. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Thank you for spending part of your weekend with us. Kevin and Robin are with Infinite Wealth Advisors. 40 years combined experience in the retirement planning business that I mentioned earlier. They are both accredited investment fiduciaries. A very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because by law, they have to have the best interests of their clients, not like some of these other guys don't want to mention. Uh, they also specialize in pretty much everything and anything when it comes to retirement. And let's see. So uh, we're going to go over through some things here about what you should do in your retirement. One of the first things is, and it, it sounds like, seriously, uh, b- but don't give up on the stock market. Am I right? You yeah. are correct. Yeah, I, you know, it. it I, I would, Robin and I both think that, you know, to be cautious. So there are some bargains that are out there. Um, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, <clears throat> you want to make sure that, you are being uh, well-read before you uh, make a decision. Uh, I'll tell you the biggest thing that we see uh, with people when it comes to uh, the market, uh, and that is you know, the enemy, and the biggest enemy you have is not the volatility of the market. It's 
It's the investor who thinks, or the money manager, who thinks that they can time the market uh, from an investment point of view, who thinks that they know what's going to happen, when the market's going to do this or that. Uh, and, you know, we both think that that's a mistake. Um, now, I will say this. We entertain those clients, and we dance around that a little bit when we're trying to let a client get familiar with the process and because and, it is a, a giving up control as well. But um, it's important that you rely on a competent advisor to be able to help you in the stock market. And you don't time the market. You get into the market. Yeah, timing the market is like rolling the dice. Right. So right. that's a... And that's, everybody thinks they know when, <laughs> when the optimal time is. But you don't. And you don't. And by the time you hear about it, it's too late, you know. And, and I know, I know for a fact that a lot of these, um, if you're part of these investment groups, and I'm not going to name them, but if you're part of these investment groups, they send out the stock tips of the day or the week, and that is great, good information. But by the time it gets out to you, that boat's already left the dock. Yeah, it, it's too late. So, and it, and it's fun. I know if you've got some mad money that you want to do that, um, that's great. But the, I guess the key is don't give up on the stock market, but you know, put yourself with a competent advisor um, to help you, you know, make yeah, you're those not gonna, plans. You're not, you're not going to get wins all the time. It's right. just not the reality. And anybody who tells you, I mean, here's the thing. So, you know, I met with somebody yesterday um, who uh, who came in to just, you know, have a conversation with me. They heard the show, said, hey, I'd like to come in and talk to you. So they came in. We, we talked for about two hours. <clears throat> and one of the things that we talked about was market timing. Um, and... And I just said, you know, that's just not something that we do. Uh, and, you know, so we spent about an hour talking. And he was got up and he, he was leaving. And he said, you know, can I just make a comment to you? And I said, sure. And he said, you know, you're the only advisory firm, and I've been interviewing firms for about a month now, you're the only advisory firm that didn't try to, didn't try to give me a sales pitch on why they should hire, uh, why I should hire them. And I just looked at him and I said, that's not what we do. I said, if we're trying to sell you on why we are the better firm to hire, then you should not be hiring us. The way you hire an advisor is you want to talk to several advisors, you want to hear what they have to say, and then and you do not want to share what each one of them has told you with uh, amongst the advisors. But... The cream will rise to the top. You want to hire the advisor that demonstrates the highest level of competency. Those are the people that you want on your team. People that are smart, people that are not selling you on something, people that are able to give you advice based on your circumstances. Um, and and that that's that's how, that's how you hire somebody. Uh, it's just it's just as simple as that. We are. It's not a sales game. This is about competency, and it's only about competency. So I guess I, Robin's looking at me. Get off your soapbox. <laughs> Sorry. No, you know, that's okay. Let me that's let me okay. jump in here or something. You know what it reminds yeah. me of? Trying to time the market. Uh, when I lived in Minneapolis and in Denver, I love horse racing. So I would go to the track once in a while, and they give you a buy a program, and when you you decide which horse you're going to bet on, and we it's called handicapping. You know, you're looking at the last couple of races, how they did, did they move up in level? You know, what's the history of the jockey? All these things you put into place, and you try to figure out if you're going to have the winner. But at the end of the day, you know, who knows? Because <laughs> there's lots of crazy things happen, and that's that's the same analogy I think when it, you're talking about trying to time time the market. And by the way. This is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're with Infinite Wealth Advisors. I'd like to thank you for joining us on your weekend here. And I want to give you the phone number because after the segment, you're going to want to get on Kevin and Robin's uh, calendar, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Do you ever bet on the ponies there, Kev? Huh? <laughs> uh, I used to when I was younger. I yeah. don't. I don't. I don't anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, first of all, there's no track around right. where I live. Exactly. Uh, but, but, but yeah, I, you, you get what I mean, though? I do. I do. Um, so I've taken the next step. So my wife wants horses. Um, so I've taken the, the next step, which is to actually own ponies. Oh, okay. If you think that, that, that losing money at the track <laughs> is expensive, what do you own them? It is so. a very losing proposition. <clears throat> I grew up, I had a horse, and it was costly. Uh, <laughs> Fun, but costly. That hay I'm trying to keep my wife Blair happy. So <laughs> well, good if for it, you, If Kevin. horses make her happy, I'm willing to do it. Uh, you're, a good, the, you're a good man. I'm, you're I'm, a good man. I'm taking, the, I'm taking the punch for that. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> all right, let's get back. All to the, the things she does for me, yeah, absolutely. All the things she does know for me, I'm all of, in. And know the cost of waiting, Kevin. Yes, That's right. <laughs> the cost of waiting. Yeah, let's talk about the that. The cost of waiting. Yes, and it's um and and speaking of waiting, you know, we've got a a lot of clients, a lot of prospective clients that have called in, and they they're sitting on a lot of cash because they've got um I guess analysis paralysis where you've got cash, but for us, kind of circling back to the avoid timing um, in the market. Just get a plan. Come in, see us, go see someone, a competent advisor, and create a plan. And you don't have to time the market because you'll have a plan and you'll start um, investing those dollars and, and getting that money to work for you. And especially right now with a lot of volatility, it also presents a lot of opportunity um, in the market and, and just in retirement planning in general, especially if you are within that um, financial red zone within 10 years of retirement. It's time to plan and invest, and, and part of that would be saving and having some liquid money. But um, I read a, a statistic. Um, it says if investors sat on their hands waiting for the right time to invest $2,000 a share and clung to cash, they'd only have $44,438 after 20 years. It was a, a study done by Schwab. That's 67% less than the person who just bought annually without trying to pick the timing. So I guess the key takeaway is get a plan, lay out your plan, and work with us or work with your advisor to execute your plan. And you won't have to worry about the timing and, and the unknowns because you're going to be, you know, you're going to be in a solid um you know, have a solid plan. And of course, there's no perfect plan. It requires tweaks, which is why we meet with our clients at yeah, least on a regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> annually just to review the plan and, and we help move you up to that retirement point. But the bigger, I mean, then just to sort of springboard off of, the, off of that, those comments from Robin, you know, consider buffering, you know, the downside risk. So you want to look at things that buffer uh, losses in the market, those big market swings. Uh, and there are ways to do that. So, and we could spend a whole show just talking about those issues, uh, but mitigating. So that's risk. That's called risk mitigation. So mitigating risk is a big is a big deal, and you need to do that um, in your portfolio. And as you sort of close that gap from say the age of fifty. So again, back to you know accumulation happens from uh, your work, the beginning of your work life to age fifty. Um, you're still accumulating beyond age 50, but you're starting to lean more towards preservation while you're accumulating. And as you close in on retirement, um, it's pr- it's more preservation, still accumulation, but reducing that level, that exposure to risk as you move in on retirement. So you want to look at, you know, somehow, you know, doing some buffering uh, on the downside of, uh, of the market uh, for your savings. You know, that's th- those are some those are some 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 real important things uh, for you to consider. So here's something else I want you to think about. When you go to bed tonight, I want you to think that about no matter how long you live, whether you're 75, 85, or 155, that every day you live, you're going to have money. So risk mitigation, you're going to have income coming in, and then when you pass away, you're going to have money left over for your family, for your spouse, for your children. If you can't say that with the utmost confidence, then you need to fix it, okay? This is one of those situations where we talk about failure is not an option. Failing to do that is not an option. You can't, you know, once that water goes over the top of the dam and you're a couple of years, you know, you're 10 or 15 years into retirement and you realize that you didn't plan properly and that maybe your money's not gonna last as long as it should, it you can't fix it at that point. So the time to fix it is now so you've got to get in and you've got to fix those things and that requires you to do a plan it 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 allows you to mitigate the risk it allows you to look at income distributions Um, and as a result of that those comments we leave openings on our schedule every week for listeners to come in and get a plan to get an assessment to kind of see where you are Look at where your money is. Look at how long that money is going to last. And Robin, when they come in, what else do they get? Absolutely. When you come in, we leave um, openings each week on our calendar for our podcast and radio show listeners. You will get three items at no cost, no obligation. You'll get a risk assessment, fee report, a tax analysis, and a customized lifetime income plan. 
a fee report, a risk assessment, and those are those are kind of together, um, a tax analysis, and a customized lifetime income plan, all at no cost and no obligation. We've got William and Morgan standing by, so please give us a call. And the number is 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Folks, it's advice like this shows you how important it is to meet with a financial coach who understands the ins and outs of the financial world. Take advantage of this opportunity to make sure you're on the right path. The path is based on your risk preferences, your budget, and your goals. 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE to 600-700. We are going to take a short break. We'll be back with more of Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin and Robin. What's coming up next, guys? Yeah, so in our third segment where we normally do a, a case study, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the Silicon Valley Bank. So when we come back, Silicon Valley Bank is going to be on the docket. Welcome back to the show. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me, Kevin Sullivan, Robin Whitlock. The show is Wealth Over Taxes. They're advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. As I mentioned earlier, they have over 40 years combined experience in retirement planning, and they've helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement over the years. And they are both accredited investment fiduciaries, which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients. And they, they do that every single day. And you know, we're back with us here, and we're going to, you know, deviate a little bit from the format of the show, and we're going to talk about Silicon Valley Bank because, wow, it's on everybody's mind. You guys are, are getting tons of calls. People kind of like real uh, nervous. We are. We get emails and people asking us about it, so we thought <clears throat> it might be good to just spend, you know, maybe 10 minutes or so and just kind of give folks a, maybe a 30,000-foot flyby over what happened, Um how the bank got in trouble, uh, and at least some of the things that created the, the, the trouble that the bank is in, uh, and hopefully it'll, it'll maybe close the gap, the knowledge gap for some folks. So I'll give you some history. Silicon Valley Bank uh, uh, in 2019, at the end of 2019, had about $61 billion uh, of deposits. And at the end of 2021, so that's two years later, had 181 billion, so that's a 300 uh, percent increase in the amount of deposits. So the way banks work is deposits come in, they those deposits are they keep cash on hand, obviously for liquidity purposes, but a lot of those deposits are then uh, invested, and they're invested in lots of different things. Sometimes they're invested in treasuries. Um, in 2008 and, and 2006, 7, and, and 8, a lot of banks were investing money, uh, those monies in uh, mortgage-backed securities. Uh, and then banks also will loan money out, charge an interest rate, and they make what's called a margin or a spread um, on those loans. What happened at Silicon Bank is that they had so much money and they had so many deposits so quickly that they needed to do something with the money. So a lot of the money was uh, put um, into uh, longer-term treasuries. So most banks, when they're investing, so when they're investing in, in treasuries, so you've got bonds which are longer-term, you have uh, notes which are over a year, and then you have bills. Which are which mature in less than a year. So I'll give you a quick little treasury, uh, the way treasuries work. So you buy a treasury. Uh, so let's say you buy a treasury that's you know that's uh, uh, that's going to mature in ten years, and so that and that the cost of that treasury is a thousand dollars. So when it matures, you're going to get your thousand dollars back. But when you buy it, you may buy it for say nine hundred dollars. Okay, and so you'll get interest that'll accrue on that. Which is called a discount. Yeah, which is a discount. So you'll get interest that'll accrue on that. And at the end of that period, you have what's called a yield. So when they were doing this in 2019 um, and 20 and in 21, they were buying uh, some of these treasuries. And on the on the 10 year, they were making like one and a half percent. Well, 
when interest rates started to explode last year from inflation, those interest rates for you know for less than a year, at least today, the you know a a a a twelve month bill or a eleven month bill is almost four and a half percent. So, and in some cases, you know, in some circumstances earlier in the year, they were higher than that. So here's what happens. If you were going to go buy something and you can make 1.7% or you can make 4%, which one are you going to buy? You're going to buy the one that's going to make 4%. So the value of that treasury that the bank bought goes down. So that value that they paid $900 for might only be worth, at this point, might only be worth $800 because nobody wants to pay $900 for something that's going to yield them 1.7%. And so the value of that goes down. Not to mention the fact that those treasuries are non-liquid. So in order to create liquidity, they have to sell those treasuries and they would have to sell them for a lot less than what they paid for. So, so that's, the first, that's the first problem. The second problem is, is that because they couldn't lend the money out, they started buying mortgage-backed securities. So same issue that happened in 6, 7, and 8, which caused the Great Recession of 2008. And again, long-term, very, very low interest rates. So back in 2019 and 20, you could get a 15-year mortgage for 3%. Well, today, uh, what are mortgage rates today, Robin? Like six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, six, six so, and a half. So now they're six and a half. Today. Yeah. So if you're gonna, so again, if you're gonna go and invest in a mortgage-backed security, do you want to make three percent or do you want to make six percent? If I have to buy something that's three percent, I don't want to pay as much for that as I'm going to pay for something that I would actually make six percent on. So the value of that holding goes down. So those are two big problems from a return point of view. Then on top of that, you take, you know, uh, a comment by Peter Thiel, who says, and a lot of the other venture capital companies, because Silicon Valley Bank is a big venture capital, um, sort of a hub. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to point out. This this bank, they, um, most of their clientele is in the tech right. industry. So it's a um, very specialized sector of the economy. And anybody that's been in the market knows tech has been very volatile. So just frame that and just keep that perspective about this particular bank. And I think that's going to help you kind of through the whole. Yeah, then Peter Thiel comes out and says, hey, uh, this bank probably is, is going to get in trouble. So now what happens is venture capital people all go in and they say, well, if the bank's going to be in trouble, we don't want to have our money there. So you have a liquidity problem at the bank. So you've got assets that are being held that are less valuable than what they originally purchased them at. And now you have all the people that are banking there think that the bank is in trouble. So they start taking their money out of the bank. Well, that's a perfect storm. And as a result, the bank gets in trouble um, and um, uh, they end up you know, uh, defaulting, for lack of a better term, or becoming what they call insolvent. So they become insolvent. Uh, everybody goes into a panic about it. Uh, other banks, I think it's a Republic Bank that also. First Republic. Yeah, First Republic Bank yeah. uh, followed because they were involved um, with Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, by the way, was not only here in the U.S., but also in the U.K., So, which is another big, uh, another big tech hub. So that's the, that's the, those are sort of the underlying the hot high points, level, yes. wow. you know, the hot points. Now there's a bunch of other stuff that happened. You know, the the CEO took you know two million dollars worth of stock and cashed it out before the bank got in trouble, and they were giving employees bonuses. And but that yeah, those yeah, are all peripheral. The, the, yeah, things. those are all peripheral things yeah. that happened. But you know, they also did not have a risk manager uh, who, which would be the person that would be managing these things for nine and a half months. So no risk management person to oversee the underlying holdings to know that they needed to get those things shored up um, and either bring more cash in uh, or get better returns on the holdings within the banks, within the bank. So, so that's a, I mean, it's basically uh, a run on the bank, right? And that's like on that particular yeah. bank. Yes. Yeah. On that bank. That's yeah. correct. Now, they had pod deposits. So uh, if you've done any reading, only 3% of the po the deposits in that bank were covered 
under the FDIC. But again, it was a business bank in the tech sector and had very specific dynamics that were at work there. So I guess- Let me give you a, a more macro look at this. The macro look at this is that the reason that they're in trouble is because of inflation, because interest rates are having to be increased, because this federal government is spending money that that it does not have. So the federal government is spending money. The Fed is trying to raise interest rates to, to, to basically uh, crush down the impact of printing more money and spending money that this government doesn't have. As a result, interest rates go up. When interest rates go up, you have a situation. It's a perfect storm for Silicon Valley Bank. So although the people at Silicon Valley Bank are responsible, there's some governmental um, responsibility to that as well. But the fact is, is that the risk manager at Silicon Valley Bank should have been the person that, that had been, you know, uh, raised the alarm buttons on this thing, and they should have been in a position to um, – or put themselves in a position to address it uh, to make sure that uh, the bank did not get overexposed. And hopefully that hopefully that makes some sense to you. Um, Quick question, and, though, Kev, can I ask? Uh, yeah, is sure. it, It's going to have a ripple effect through the whole banking industry? I know we don't have a lot of time here, but what do you think? That's a, it's a good question. I, I, I wish I knew that. I, I don't. I, I know in North Carolina, the, um, the state treasurer came out on Monday morning around 2 a.m. with an announcement trying to alleviate the fears of uh, patrons in North Carolina. Yeah, people Carolina. running on all their banks. Yeah, because it's not— um, We don't see that. Right. I mean, this is, sort of, this is kind of a unique— Silicon Valley Bank is in a very, very unique situation. Um, so it's a very unique bank. They do very, very unique things. Do I think that that ripple affects across the across the whole entire banking system? I personally, again, this if is you're a, looking at the stock market my today, it did. Yeah, this is my opinion. Um, but my answer to that is no. I, I do think that what it's going to do is it's gonna, the ripple effect is going to cause a lot of banks to really kind of take a couple of steps back and kind of see where they are. So, so in that springboard, so don't be Silicon Valley Bank, okay? So this, this relates directly to you. If you're listening to us, this relates to you. Do not become Silicon Valley Bank. Have a plan. They did not have a plan. And as a result of them not having a plan, they are where they are. So we leave openings on our schedule every week to have listeners come in and get a complimentary plan. There's a bunch of things we do for them when they come in, Robin, and what are those things? When you come in, we leave openings on our calendar each week for our radio and podcast listeners. Um, provided you bring uh, data for us to analyze, you will get a fee report risk assessment, you will receive a tax analysis, and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan, all at no cost and no obligation. We have Morgan and Williams standing by, so please give us a call. All right. They are standing by. Captain Morgan, Prince William, 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. First step, sit down with a financial coach. Something we're talking about resonates with you, and you feel the need to get that second opinion or want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals. Very important risk tolerance we talk about. Just pick up the phone, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE to 600 700. You want a smooth, gliding path into retirement. You don't want the bumpy yeah, road. Don't and, become Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, do not become. That's the that's the word. That's the key uh, phrase for today. Do not become. It's, it, become yeah, but it's <laughs> true. It's the truth. There's no planning. There was no planning in place, and that's why they are where they are. And it's so hard to be them. Yeah, it's hard to and believe. These are just our opinions. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, and we take that, of course. And you know, you need a plan. That's what we keep talking about each week. All right, we're going to take a short break. Back with more of wealth over taxes with Kevin and Robin. What's up next, guys? When we come back, it's time for Ask the Advisor. Some interesting questions with solid answers. Welcome back to the show. This is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And Kevin and Robin are with Infinite Wealth Advisors, combined 40 years experience in retirement planning business, and they've helped hundreds of clients over the years, and they are accredited investment fiduciaries, which means by law, they have to have the best interest of their clients, and they specialize pretty much in everything and anything when it comes to retirement. And uh, Kevin and Robin are back with us to uh, get to the questions. That's what we're going to do right now. So let's go to Gary in Charlotte. 
I'm at my wit's end with my current employer, and I'm not sure how long I can keep working with these boneheads. Oh, gosh. I'm si- I, I feel your pain because we've all worked for boneheads. Uh, but I'm 60 and planning to retire in a couple of years anyway. Would it be foolish to just walk away now? How do I know if I have enough money to be okay? Well, first of all, Gary, I know a guy uh, in New York that could handle this for you. Uh, I know you ha- a guy. I know a guy. I got a guy, but you got to call me after the show because we really. Yeah. So my question to you is, Gary, is this is this a phantom question that you no, actually no. wrote no. that you're not? Are you oh, sure? Gary called no. it. No, no. Are you sure? Are you sure? I, I love my job. Hello, hi, boss. Yeah, you're you're great. You're the you're the best, Coach Pete. I love you. Oh. Um, so. I guess that, yeah, Yeah. I mean, the answer from, again, I mean, take you back to our fundamentals, uh, 40% financial, 60% behavioral. Uh, Nobody thinks that their employer is the smartest person in the world. Uh, But, um, and I know it's frustrating, but you're sort of in the final stretch. Right. Uh, My, without knowing too much more about you, Gary, uh, you're in the you're kind of in the home stretch, you know, the last 20 yards uh, of the sprint. Uh, so um, I would I would buckle down. Uh, what you may want to do, uh, and what I would probably recommend you do is is come in, let us do a plan. We may be able to structure something for you that allows you to jet out of there earlier than what you than what you really had planned on doing. Right. So maybe I'd get you out of there a couple a year or two or three earlier. Um, than what you had planned on. So, do you, Robin, any- take a deep breath. Yeah, <laughs> take a breath. <laughs> take a breath because you are so close. And um, even if you, you know, you walked away today, you'd still have two years before um, your Social Security kicks in if you're entitled to Social Security. And I'm just assuming that based on a work history. So, um, with the current employer, so um, you need a plan. Come see us. Get on our calendar. We can help you. And but at the end of the day, I guess to answer your question, it just becomes a personal preference we can lay out a plan for you but if you are just not feeling it there maybe yeah. you find another job for the last couple yeah of years. but sometimes just having a plan of action and knowing that you've got a target and right. you know you're going to land on a certain spot um, gives you the uh, emotional power Peace to endure mind. yourself to get through the next handful of years to get you there yeah. So, yeah, it's a good question, though. Well, of course, he's Very two good. years away from um, Social Security. He's also have to worry about health care. You know, and this so is also, not Mr. Nolan, everybody. So just so you <laughs> we know, we're just teasing. Yeah, we're just teasing. Yeah, of course. And you know, and, and maybe at some point you can walk out the door and give the famous one finger salute. Uh, but you, <laughs> you may not want to do that right now. So, uh, Gary, hang in there. And I know a guy, uh, another guy, about pharmaceuticals, but, oh, boy, they're going to not like this on the show. He's, he's got shovels and lime in yeah, the back of his yeah. car, right? Uh, the compliance guy's <laughs> going to be all over this, I can tell you right now. No all right. kidding. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding, okay? Lighten up. Lighten up. All right, Ed in High Point, one of the reasons that would make it a good idea for me to have a trust. A friend says one way to minimize taxes. Now I'm confused. Seems like a big decision. I would appreciate your thoughts. Yeah. Let's talk about trust for a moment. Yeah. That's I'm really let Robin Ed, talk yeah. about this because Robin's the tax expert when it comes to trust. So. Well, and Ed, thank you for listening. Um, and I love this. I have to, I have to tease and pick on you for a minute. A friend says, yeah. if you listen to our show, we are, we're always saying, Never listen don't to the listen friend. to your friends or your neighbors <laughs> or your, uh, cube mates at work but um depends on your circumstances i mean we use them for estate planning um for um passing assets on to the next generation there's some um certain specific reasons we use trust we don't make the recommendation unless there's a reason i know um there are firms out there that every time anybody walks in the front door they need a trust but really um there is a we have to have a good reason for you to use a trust, and, and we use them in our firm for passing assets or if there's a situation where um, you've Controlling got a, assets. Yeah, a family member in a, a care facility and the family has to make decisions for that um, for that family member, it's a, it might be a good idea. And there's trust is a broad term. Yeah. There are various types of trust, and based on your circumstances, um, we'd need to sit down and have a conversation with you to determine what type of trust may work for you. But it is not a one-size-fits-all, and it's not for everyone. So um, Yeah, it's the same approach we take to the planning. Um, when you've seen one plan, you've seen one plan. When you've seen one trust, you've seen, generally speaking, one trust. But normally, you want to have a valid business reason 
for having a trust, whether it's passing assets, whether it's um, trying to control the distribution of assets. If you have children uh, that maybe you're going to pass a lot of assets to that may go out there and uh, you know spend them all, you know, spend all the money that they inherit, and you want to control how those are distributed. So there's a lot of reasons. You can use them as chari- a, a right, trust charitable, can use as a charitable trust, organization. Charitable lead um, trust. Those, those so there's are- a lot of reasons to do it. There's also not a lot of reasons to not do it. Um, and one of the reasons to not put money or hold money in a trust is because everybody's doing it or because your neighbor tells you that's something you need to do. All right, let's get to Howard in Rock Hill. I'm 29. Hey, got a young listen. I love that. Uh, wow, got a good, thank you. Yeah, I got a good job, uh, decent money. I was shocked to learn that when I turn 30, I will inherit 250000 cash and two mortgages worth 40000 and 50000 making 8% interest. I have no outstanding death. All my bills are paid. What should I do with the money? Oh, boy, I know what I know. I need to call you guys for sure. That's right. Well, Howard, thank you for listening to the show. We really appreciate it when a, um, a younger listener is listening to our show. And congratulations on, well, when there's an inheritance, that means someone died for you yeah. to have to make sure to receive the, the money. Loss. So we're sorry yeah. for the loss. But I guess for you, having that nest egg early on is really, um, that's giving you a jump start for planning for retirement. So, you know, my recommendation would be to come in and let's create a um, a plan for you. I mean, you're in a, a, a early dynamic where you have the ability to um, start socking away money in your retirement account. So maybe you can put that um, $250,000 to work for you in some other um, other income producing items. You've got these mortgages, which I'm assuming are tied to um, some property. So it might be worthwhile to sit down and, and let's, let's talk about your um, your short-term goals, your intermediate goals, and then your long-term retirement goals, and we can help kind of chart that out for you. But, um, but you've got a really good a good start. Yeah, and the fact that you don't have any debt and that you're that you're um, abundantly uh, conscious about not having debt—that's a good thing. Um, I would uh, again, you're in that accumulation stage from here to age fifty, so probably can be a little bit more aggressive. Um, than 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 a than a than a typical client that is in their fifties and coming up in on their sixties, because uh, your time horizon um, is a lot longer, and so your risk profile is probably going to be uh, uh, your risk number is probably going to be a little higher. higher. So you're, it's more acceptable for you to take more risk. Um, so I would you know uh, the good news is, is that you're not servicing debt. And I think that's a I think that's that's excellent. Uh, but uh, I would recommend certainly that you come in, let's have a conversation, let's help, uh, let us help you at least design a plan. Um, you seem, if you're doing all those things, just things you seem pretty organized, uh, so we can help you lay that out um, and then make sure that you're staying on track, uh, help you with contributions and whatnot to uh, 401ks. Right. Uh, you know, in your circumstance, given where we are economically and the amount of debt that um, this this country is in uh, and the fact that it's unlikely that um, intri- or that uh, income taxes are going to go down you know you're also a good candidate for doing Roth contributions right. because those things are going to be really really valuable um, as you get older so I would I would certainly encourage you to come in and talk with us um, we can help you. Um, so I, I would give, uh, you know, William or, or Morgan a call and just get on our schedule and come on up to the office and have a chat. Absolutely. So, Hey, look, you know, and, and just, you know, just like, uh, Howard, everybody that we work with, we improve their situation in some way, everybody. So for, for, if you're listening to us, we work with people just like you. What we cannot help you with is inaction. So you got to take action. You got to do something to take that first step. Uh, once you do, that's probably the hardest thing that people do is to take the first step. But once you take that first step, we can help. Okay. Hope is not going to help you here. Okay. Hope is not going to help you get to where you want to be. Uh, you know, there are so many things that we can do to proactively help protect and improve your situation. It doesn't take a lot of effort for you to get in front of us. Um, 
this is what we do. We do this day in and day out. Most people are going to have an opportunity to do uh, retirement planning. Uh, you know, once sometimes you get a second opportunity to do that in your lifetime. This is what we do this month in and month out, day in and day out. This is what we are good at. So every week we leave openings on our schedule uh, for uh, listeners to come in and visit with us. And you can uh, just sort of take us out for a test drive. We'll do a plan for you. Uh, we will lay out the things that we think that you should be doing. We'll help you uncover uh, the issues that uh, you may or may not be addressing that are going to be coming up in retirement. Uh, we will assess your existing uh, assets and 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 the existing investments. And Robin, what else? What else do they get when they come in? Absolutely, like Kevin said, we always leave openings each week for our podcast and our radio show listeners by coming in and meeting with us. We will provide you with a risk analysis and a fee assessment. You will receive a tax analysis and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan. Again, a risk assessment, fee report, tax analysis, and a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation. We've got Morgan and William standing by, so please give us a call. All right. The number is 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Our goal to show is to help you make the best decisions. Any questions about what we're talking about or how it may apply to your own situation, pick up the phone, do it right now. Prince William and Captain Morgan are standing by. In fact, uh, Morgan will actually do the Captain Morgan pose if you ask him nicely, okay? Uh, 800-757, <laughs> he will, 757-6062 uh, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Wow, show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. And look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Wealth Over Taxes. Great show, Kevin and Robin. I learned a lot today, and I think we had some fun in, the, in, in as well. So great talking to you guys, and we'll get together again next, next week. Thanks, Thanks Gary. Gary. Have a good weekend, have everybody. Advisory services offered through Naples Asset Management Company, LLC, NAMCOA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas in financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC. By contacting Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. Insurance products and advisory services may only be provided to residents whom an insurance agent or advisor is properly licensed or registered. Please consult with us or your financial advisor for more information.